Happy birthday, Henning. Yes, happy birthday, Henning. What, are we a week late? That's pretty good for us. Probably, yeah. Years late. (laughs) Uh, Well, it's his fault for knowing us. (laughs) You threw in with us a long time ago. Jerk practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. You better watch out, you better not cry. It's gonna be a hot one. Buzzy, buzzy. Fuzzy, buzzy. Are you unbuzzed? I am unbuzzed, and I am Casey. I'm Hans. And this is the Jerk Practice Minute. Listen to that. Ooh, gotta come in. You went in nice. I like that. Look at us. I'm I'm auditioning for NPR. We're professionals. We're commissioners. (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh, hello. (laughs) I take it you actually did peruse an episode of The Commission? Episode one and two. I watched the pilot and the post-pilot. I am right on board with you. Those are the two... Two I've seen thus far, and I can tell you, I plan to continue. Uh, yeah, man. I have to say it was fun, but I don't think I've ever seen a show pivot harder away from the premise <laughs> than I'm the commissioner of police to now I'm a beat cop. Oh, okay. We painted ourselves into a corner wow. by calling it the commish, but now I gotta I gotta hump boxes and uh, take my nightstick down the old... Down the old fence posts. Rewind. For those of you that don't know, The Commish was a show. I want to say it was NBC. Was it NBC? No. No. ABC. It was an ABC. Uh, uh, Many of you listening probably know it. Uh, It was a police procedural. Eh. Mm -hmm. Before early 90s to mid 90s. Late 80s? Early 90s. Early 90s, yeah. Um, I think they, when we were watching it, I was like, oh, this was ABC's answer to Homicide. Yeah. Because, right. Like, Homicide's great, but they're not enough laughs. Yeah. (laughs) So, so, oh my God, it's so good. This is before a time, Law and Order was out, but it was before, like, the audience was given any credit as to if they knew how the workings of any job other than their own job worked. So this was a police commissioner played by played masterfully by Michael Chiklis. Oh yes, of course. So it's very, so he's a Brooklyn cop who became a police commissioner in a small town, but where all the other cops and family members (laughs) are (laughs) Brooklyn, like accented, like similar people, but it's meant to be like this small town. I don't think they. The mentioned... best is the only reason we know he's from Brooklyn is because he pulls a sick move in his car, and he's like, "That's why we do it in Brooklyn." And you're like, "Oh, he's from Brooklyn, okay." So he peels out the cop car with the fucking creep from Sopranos. Oh my! Sit inside Seattle with him. They um, uh, yeah. So we'll just so. He's a Brooklyn cop, but he doesn't I, have yeah. like he's got a Brooklyn edge, except for he's also got like. This therapist, like, underpinning, like, the commission's way to solve all the problems is through talking it out, understanding what the perp is going through, giving him a little massage on the shoulder, telling him it's going to be all right, 
And that's not the way to and do it because then that person fucking hangs himself in their cell. All right. <laughs> that's true. The whole premise. I was like, oh my God, that's why Hans wanted us to watch this because it doesn't stop ever. Yeah. Do yourself a favor. Go get free Peacock. Watch it with the fucking crazy commercials. And the commish is the commish. I think he got the job yesterday. Like, the episode we didn't see was his first day on the job. Yeah. So the pilot is day two, apparently. It is wildly entertaining. He, uh. Senator's son? Yes, and that's the best part. Like, what the fuck is going on? The writers make zero effort. They don't to insert shit. any details. They're just like it, it it's almost like Lego land. It's like a like Davi in your script. head. Yeah. Like you put a Lego land and you're like, he's the governor, he's the mayor, he's the commission, like, these are cops, you don't need any more details, and then you just interact with them. So it's like, alright, the commish knows the mayor's buddy's son. And the mayor's buddy's son is out of control because he <laughs> flunked out of law school and now he's putting yeah. up credit card debt. So he hangs himself <laughs> and the commish blames his fucking dad for not being there. Dad! reads the craziest suicide note and the dad could give a shit until I love the end where the commish is like, I thought you should read this letter. But the commish starts walking away and then stops completely and you watch him watch the dad look over his shoulder to sad music and last tear my son it was my fault i just caught you looking it is so amazing it's insane it's insane like it's schizophrenic (laughs) in it's 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 one show one minute and then it's another show one minute and then you're like oh shit this is a fucking hard-nosed cop show and then like you were referencing they he's the commissioner of police of town America. American Whatever. Town. I who knows where it is. I think it did make yeah. me I think I'm nostalgic for if I'm gonna choose an era, if I could be my like we were talking about a few weeks ago, like meta, I put my metas on. Yeah. The era I go to nineties nondescript New Jersey. Because <laughs> that's oh, yeah. that show. Yeah. Like, it's very, like, the way people look at pastoral Watertown and the Old West, like, I want 90s, like, 1994, middle of fucking nowhere, New Jersey. Like, right. that's me. Like, put me in, plug that <laughs> shit into my head and my butt, and I'm good. Just riding a bike to a corner store. Would you, if you were in that nondescript Jersey town, would you expect to find, with two Polish Brooklynites, the most stereotypical Jewish brother-in-law you've oh ever? God, yes. <laughs> it was masterfully played by an actor I love. I wish I could drop his name. But I was like, <laughs> what is this lousy brother-in-law theme? The- I love it. The most 90s, like, I couldn't even get climb out of my own 90s matrix brain because my i was like ash look it's the guy from city slickers <laughs> i went mr saturday night <laughs> you're stuck he's done more shit i know it. Oh, i yeah. know he has i've oh, seen him in something recently. he's a great actor but here he oh, doesn't have stop. a lot of meat to chew but he chews it and it's classic stuff like the commish is drinking a cup of coffee and he goes up to get his mail and he comes back and old brother is going scum bum bro where the coffee 
Oh, I love it. Oh, and hits. and their solution to like putting up with him is to buy the largest man. The commish falls in love with the biggest house I've ever seen. It's so great. He just he wants this mansion. I need so space. bad. Oh my it's God. that L. Bundy mindset that we are now stifled with, because that's when you and I, in our formative years, grew up watching. That's what we thought men were. Yeah. My brother lives in my house, and I tell him to go to the other end. I need a bigger house. <laughs> Just say, you don't live here. You can't live here. You can't live with me. Ah, shucks. But it's darker because the brother's always getting into his prescription pills and like... <laughs> oh, right, he's like getting his back medicine. He's like, Kamish, you're out of your back pills. He's like, have you been sniffing my fucking back medicine? Because I threw my back out, trying to pull a lady off of a, out of a window. <laughs> there is. So <laughs> that guy, that, that crime is the most beautiful <laughs> crime of all crimes in any crime show. Oh, man. It is. So I, we're probably just going to talk about Kamish for two hours. But so Kamish is the Kamish. As we said, he's the commissioner of police in fucking town, town, towny town. Hard nosed Brooklyn, kind hearted Polish man. He loves his wife. She's ugh. so uh, my wife. She's so beautiful. I love her. And she's great. She's awesome. Like, of course, he loves his wife. But so he's the commish, and then he immediately steps down from commissioner duty to be a beat cop. In episode this, two, this is the premise of episode right. two. So you're going into the episode two arc, right. which yeah. I can't wait to get into. I'm going to let you get right back to it because there is a disclaimer here. There's discussion of sexual assault, but in the most nondescript. 80s script bot way that like is so doesn't she just straight phenomenal? up say, like, I like getting assaulted commish there is and you're like what the fuck are we watching lady cop is like I like when they uh, you know slap me on the back it's so like what bizarre it starts out I'm gonna get, we're gonna get to the I want to do an over arc real quick let's just yeah an over arc keep coming around you got the commish first off Cold opening. We're dishing on the commish. In comes a hard-nosed, ritzy lady who's upset she got a ticket. So she goes into the commission. She says, I want you to take care of this ticket right now. The commish gives his secretary a wink. And he goes, oh, did you say take care of that ticket? Uh, hey, Officer Cooligan, can you come in here? (laughs) We got somebody, uh... Who's committing a class two felony trying to bribe an officer to take care of a of a of a crime? And she's like, I didn't say take but, care of the ticket commission. I, I said, never. where do I take care of the ticket commission? And he's like, Oh, sees I thought she said, take care of it. You go down here, honey, right to the bus's office. And then she goes out and goes to the secretary, and the secretary's like, Kamish, how do you come up with these? And he goes, every time. It's a living. Oh, my God. So that's a cold open. So we know the commish is kind hearted. Doesn't he take the furniture out first? Uh, It's insane. So she doesn't have anywhere to sit? Oh, my God. See, he's always thinking ahead. The next scene is where the assault comes in. There is like an assault among this. Oh, this is how like the 90s. It's so insane how they treated sexual assault. This woman is assaulted. 
but it's co- literally called the Christmas Rapist. The That's Santa the name Claus of the rapist. episode, the Santa Claus <laughs> Rapist. And the way they go about this oh. horrible topic is he's like, it's not like it's just instantly this town is scourged by like a Batman villain called the Rapist. The, because yeah, my weird. favorite thing is for so going on the premise, the Kamish in the first episode, he's all about catching bank robbers. Insert parentheses broad bank robber there's one yeah. robber in this city Gen- yeah. and the commission wants him no other crimes exist in this one santa claus rapist there's only one rapist in the world and the commission is going to get it. him and he's doing all the crimes so the commission finds out and he's like i gotta get this guy how are we gonna do it goes starts doing some inspections of some cars finds a pillowcase couple sets of sheets which is a very big crime to these two oh, beat yeah. cops and he's like hey mcmasters mcmichaels Get over here. You're running the eight a you're running the midnight to eight AM, right? You've been doing a little sleeping on the job? And they're like, Kamish. You're a little far removed from how hot it is. I want yeah, my union you- rep, Kamish. <laughs> I'm allowed to fucking snooze. And his solution, instead of instantly firing these fucking jamokes, <laughs> is fucking he's like, Alright, guess what? I'm a beat cop now. With alternating partners every night for the next five nights, and I'm going to catch me a rapist. And you're like, oh, God, I can't. Please stop using the word. <laughs> they, it falls out of their mouth like a fucking dog turd so often. like <laughs> So off-putting. He goes from doing a sh- schlocky bit where he's got the wealthy dowager in his office. And yeah. He's like, take it to the bursar. Say it walking, and then he goes, but the rape, <laughs> like he just, they just, it just toss it off. So my favorite toss off. So it's his first night, and he's working with McMichaels, doing the nightly beat. Got they go, they hear you. This is where you're getting, and I want you to take it from here. But before they go in to find the greatest crime we've ever seen committed, they're going to a double set of apartment buildings that are connected with like a courtyard, and they hear this noise. And they fucking pull out their guns and they're back to back. And this is where I was like, this, you script. He goes, all right, you take that building. I'll take this one. And McMichaels, watch out. It could be the rapist. And they fucking <laughs> go in. And I was like, holy shit. Insert fucking dialogue. In case here. we forgot. But that's the thing. You watch it. And you're like, man, this old, it's that vestigial old media because they were scripting like a bunch of old old men, right? Or oh, writing yeah. for now very old men. Sure, a cop show. So it's like you have to imagine grandma flipping through the channels, and she stops and goes, "What is that? Two nice cops?" And then he goes, "McMichaels, shoulder that cannon. There's a rapist." And she goes, "Ooh, <laughs> I'm gonna." St- I'm going to stay through this Metamucil commercial uh, to see if one of them is attacked by a rapist. Yeah, like, what's he going to watch? It's a, I was just like, holy crap. But there, it gets, so let take us take us on the adventure up the apartment you, stairs, Casey. You're totally right. Like, it's set up. It's weird. Like, it was a weird. And in my own brain, I was like, it's like a split screen. It's like a video game. Yeah. Because they're standing shoulder to shoulder. He's like, you take the left. I take the right. And then they go into a building. Yeah. And then they you cut to commercial, obviously, and you watch your, your Betty Crocker commercial, and you mm-hmm. come back, and you're like, oh, thank God the commish didn't find the rapist, because that would be 
bad for him if the rapist surprised him out of a closet. They come into the this crime. Yeah. And it's like the Muppet Show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this giant fat man in classic soiled soiled linens. He's got his fucking stringy suspenders over a t-shirt. Suspenders over the classic under soiled undershirt. Yep. And you're like, oh shit, okay. They have a TV tray with a bucket of KFC. Probably can't no, it can't be KFC. Not sponsored. Right. But and you're like, okay, what's the crime? Fat guy trying to push fat lady out window. Classic, like he's got two she hands can't on two fit. cheeks. <laughs> she's going, stop it, stop it, stop it. He's like, you can't come in my house. Oh my like, god! With, with a wife like this, wouldn't you? And then <laughs> the best part is chicklets. I was like, "What the fuck is happening?" So he comes upon this crime, which is a guy trying to push his wife out a window. A very but a, she a, she won't fit high rise window. Yes, they're like fifty stories up. <laughs> and then chicklets to defuse the situation is like, "Hello, how everyone?" Immediately goes. Gets the drummy out of the old chicken bucket. <laughs> takes a dry bite of the chicken. <laughs> it shows he's relatable. And then fat guy goes, well, chicken, my my chicken. Why are you why are you here? You, you here. It's like, like it's I like understand. We got to go out and get chicken because our wives don't cook a home cook. I get it. I got a wife. I got a brother-in-law sleeping at the house. Drinking my coffee. This. Eating and my then, medicine for and dinner. Then, yeah, and then he so he's talking him down from pushing his fucking wife out the window, and then <laughs> she Mick just goes, Michael, hey. yeah. <laughs> and has that's her line. Literally, I would love to see the script because she just goes, hey, and then slinks across the screen, and then you never see her again. Never see her again because McMichael's comes in right over Chickless's oh, shoulder yeah. and goes, "It's the rapist, get out!" and fucking draws his gun. <laughs> And this guy beats the shit out of both of them because he's like a fucking the Hulk. He's the uh, yes, he's a fucking human monster. Oh, oh man! And then of course, and then it's just Kamish with the old ice pack on his head, like McMasters. Don't put the cuffs on a big fat guy. Fat guys are strong. He's like, I ain't riding with you tomorrow night. <laughs> like, oh my god! Just take a fucking nap. So cut to the next night. He's riding uh, right. with He's... perturbed female officer because she's not getting her she due. Supposed to be with McMasters. She was. I I know what they were doing with those that sheet uh, no, and that it, pillow. It was McMasters and McMichaels. Oh my god! You just reminded me of what the very last scene is. All right. Um. Anyways, he's uh she's not getting her due, and then the commission's like, you know what? I once heard of a cop not getting his due. He was putting in the time, putting in the overtime, just couldn't seem to rise up. But one day he became the commissioner. <laughs> She's like, that's you, isn't it? He's like, I don't know. And then they drive off and they're just like, what the fuck? They come upon the single rapist in the entire United States. Yeah. He's committed another assault. And this is where I'm like, God, just stop. He takes her. Just everything about his situation is uncomfortable. He basically tells this woman of sexual assault, like, you should smile more. It's like, oh, so he God, takes her yeah. to the hospital. 
and I wish I could uh, have read for this role, curly-haired mop-top doctor telling some, like, risque jokes to his, like, RNs. Kamish comes in, he goes, hey, we got a rape victim here. She needs a swab. And he's like, excuse me? He's like, could you hurry it up? He goes, yeah, in a minute. Again, like, now we have a Brooklyn doctor. Goes back to telling his body <laughs> joke. Brooklyn. The commish turns him around and he's like, I said we need some assistance. And he's like, all right, what's your badge What number? are you, some kind of commish? Yeah, exactly. I am the commish. Exactly. And then, so he's like, all right, you got me. He, the doctor takes her in. And then, do you remember this line? Because it made me, like, cringe. Even He just goes, all right, young lady, what the big bad man do to you? And I was like, Ugh, oh, yeah. God. Then the commish comes in like our champ. And he's like, I'm your oh big God. bad man. <laughs> Ugh. And, oh, my God. As if there is, I love that they made a fake schism. It's like cops versus doctors. Right. They hate each other. Beat cop, beat doctor. Uh, they fucking, they're feuding. It's like and, NWO and Wolfpack. And cops don't take, or uh, doctors don't take assault seriously. I, I, I got bad shit thing from you. Though. I'm talking about family guy over here. Oh, Cracking wise. But it's just don't so. Don't me. A to B to C. I fucking love it. There's, it's you, great. You, 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 you can follow along. No problem. You're not going anywhere. If you to go to get a soda, you miss a commercial break. You're in. Um, it's so beautifully weird. Like, it's just it's it tries. That's what I love about it. It tries so hard to be everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. it tries to be everything. It tries to be. It, like, we want NYPD blue, but I want those fucking Franzi butt cheeks to have a lovely wife and then a sassy son who's always cracking wise at the dinner table with your fucking lousy brother-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> he's just, he, he gets so much screen time. It's fantastic. It's wild, he's isn't just, it? He's just always going, eh? I think he's the rapist. He's the Santa Claus rapist because he's always slinking into the scene. Well, what's his? What's the commission's problem? Uh, Casey, he's not this. Do you know the, if they wanted to like actually capture what a terrifying crime is, that Santa Claus, they mask, they put on the Santa Claus rapist is terrifying. And of course, Chickless's big plan is just like, I think he does houses next doors. So like he goes next door and hides behind a couch and no jumps more out. Christmas. <laughs> and it's instantly like he is judge, jury, executioner. He comes out, gives him an elbow, handcuffs, he goes, Alright, rapist, you're going away for rape. And it's like, okay, okay commercial. We got it. Holy we got shit. It. Uh cut to the beautiful commish. You had a funny cold open, you gotta have a funny cold yeah, close. You gotta, have a, you gotta leave him laughing. Just snoozing all day long in his police car as McMichaels and McMasters come sneaking up on him both sides and they go, poor guy, he just ain't got what it takes. Should we wake him up? Nah, let him sleep. He's gonna get fucking shot in his <laughs> cop car. <laughs> Shit, you see a sleeping cop? <laughs> I got you, motherfucker. He's gonna steal his gun. God. <laughs> It's mm. like John C. Riley and fucking Magnolia. Oh, like, so my wild. God, my God! Oh my God! 
Um, yeah, so goddamn commish. The commish. We basically told you the first two eps. Feel free to handle Go episode on. two. Maybe you, you can start with three if you want. You don't get the intensity. Like, it is intense. Yeah, we There's can't do it justice here. We're joking, but you're going to be like, wait, what? My neck is hurting. I'm looking. It's like a tennis match. <laughs> is this Roger, Roger Federer here? Like, what the fuck is going on? I just love it. I love it. I love how big and uh, how big everything is and how they're just like, you either accept it or you don't, but you'll accept it because it's 1992. Yeah, the commish could possibly buy this $5.6 million mansion if he just does a couple more speeches every year. Oh, I have to give you the most beautiful nugget of fucking truth. And I was like, I cannot wait to tell this to Hans tomorrow. Okay. Because we were watching commish and I was laughing. I was like, yeah, I watched this as a kid. And Ash was like, I never. We never watched this show. That's oh, too bad. I was like, oh, okay, whatever. You fucking, you know, you miss out, whatever. She was like, no, I, I chose not to watch this show. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> she thought <laughs> the commish was a man with mental retardation. Whoa, that's... and he was the commish. So she was like, it gives. It's like us with Roseanne. She was like. That's too much anxiety for me. I don't know where it came from, but she was like, but look at his, he got the little tuffet of hair and a forehead. I know. know. There's no reason for me (laughs) not to 100% understand where she's coming from. He has that look and vibe. I think it also (laughs) followed the fucking show, the Obladi Oblada show. Casey, you're so far ahead of me. You're exactly right. I also thought maybe the it actor was, the, was two-time was. and on another show. <laughs> she said it, and I went, oh my god, but I I think I thought that too. I thought that too. Kamish got the... I have another piece of trivia. Michael Chiklis grew up in the town that Meg grew up in and asked her aunt out on a date. Oh my god, your wife is a chickless? My wife knows chickless by two aunt? two degrees asking the aunt out for a date. I think she said no. Um Why would you say yes? Here he's a nice guy. And then he came out and they closed FAO my wife used to play um uh Alice from Alice in Wonderland at FAO Schwartz. She would dress up and like welcome um mm-hmm. people and then go down and they oh, had like amazing. back when FAO Schwartz was cool. Like more, I don't know if it, big? when it was independently like owned, as as you can say that now it's owned by whoever. They had an entire floor that was just like the sh- movie Big, where you could just take out toys and play with them, and characters like Alice from Alice in Wonderland and other like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle would be like, "Oh, do you want to ride this electric skateboard? Let's do it!" Like around the floor, do you want to play with Gak? So celebrities would come in and they would close off that floor, and she did it with Nick Lachey. And the commish, baby. And Chick Lachey? Chick Lachey. Chick and Nick Lachey. <laughs> they had a reality show together. And now <laughs> Chick has a really fancy line of boots and purses. Ooh, um, he's a boots and purse man now. Oh, yeah. So, uh, but I, from all accounts, he's a nice guy. You can tell he comes off the screen. I was like, Meg, how does sure. this guy, like, how does he get this show? I mean, I was like, 
every other person on this show, like all the cops, you're like, that is a fucking hunky 90s model if I've ever seen just no, chiseled. No, everybody is hunk. Is every, hunk. And I recognize every other person in that show from right. something else. Sure, of they course. They just went central casting, give me tall hunky cop, give me tall hunky African American cop, Yeah, give me attractive lady cop, and then Chick was just... Did he wake up? Was he sleeping in the casting office? And they went, I, he's he's doing the bit already. He's already doing it. Something worked. He's like the actor in uh, Ernest Saves Christmas that like miraculously has an agent who's like, you're hot, baby. He's the guy that was going to become Santa Claus. And he's like, you're hot. I'm going to get you the number one role. And you're like, why is this the biggest actor in the world living in Tampa, Florida? Like... Yeah, really. Like I and I got nothing against Chickless. Like we, oh, I, I love Chickless. Uh, Ashley really likes the show Sons of Anarchy, but I was like, oh, had have you seen the his original show, The Shield? She was like, I don't watch the, oh, yeah, the Shield. Shield. It's fucking Kamish, evil Kamish. Oh, is he it a bad really, guy? Oh my God, Hans, you gotta watch. Go get on your Hulu app. Watch the first fucking episode of All The Shield, right. and it is just Kamish with no jokes. So we dish He's on the Kamish. He's a fucking dirt bag scumbum. I love it. Is it in and Vegas? It, it's in LA. And we'll so they're like the shield. The awful, awful crummy, like, like you read about fucking Rampart shitbag LA cops. I gotcha. Like, sure, sure. I take drugs and I sell them. I steal from you when I put it on the street. Like Walton Goggins is in it, but we were watching. It, and I was like, "Shit, he didn't have to do anything to be in the Shield. He just is the Kamish." Again, the evil Kamish, evil Kamish, and they both had decent runs. Hmm. I gotta go. We gotta. I gotta watch more Kamish. Gotta see where it goes. Everybody get out there. Their sister series. They they bookend. Watch one and go right to the next. Ooh. Yes. Tell us. Tell us if you like. How about that intro? Tell us if you like Kamish vs. Shield. That intro where he hides the pen in the salami. Can't find the pen. That, okay. Uh, does, right. How Thank bad? How far back up. does that take you? Thank you for bringing it up because Ash and I. Two times we watched the intro, because we watched episode one, episode two, we were like, sure. what the, f- like, what? He takes out, like, it's the, you know, your classic 90s sitcom. Yeah. Dumb dad's waking up, kids are running around, wife gives him a kiss on the cheek, lousy brother-in-law's in the background, we see him at work, oh no, ugh. never has a pen, he lost his pen, like, that's a whole, I think that's when they say featuring chickless. There are just these errant hands with like six pens that come. Oh out. yes, and because he and has to, it, my favorite is picking up the gun with the pen. Such a classic oh, yes. fucking move. Don't oh. want my prints on it. Oh, Kamish. And then he finds his <gasps> pen in a fucking bunch of gabagool. Like what the fuck? It's going not before on. eating a sandwich while reading gross oh, anatomy. Or oh, homicide, right. it's huh. gunshot wounds, and it's so, so close. Good. It's so good. It's just oh. like he's oh. peering over the book. Mm. So good. And then the lovely message on the pen. We get to see when he finds his pen. It's I love you, 
Kamish. 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 Turn, she's waiting for him. I'm here. I've been here the whole time, you big lug. And then it cuts as the Lousy brother steals his cold and then, cuts. Then it, <laughs> then it hard cuts to a guy in a Christmas mask raping some woman. Oh, After God. the most heartwarming fucking introduction. Oh, the man. most vilest crime of all time. Mm. Yeah, there's... Speaking there's, of yeah, the most vilest crimes and criminals of all time, have you ever watched the Michael Mann movie Thief? Mm, can't say I have. With James Caan. You can watch it for free. I think it's on Pluto. That's how we watched it. Okay. It is fucking awesome. Thief. A. And B, you're going to watch it, and fucking Willie Nelson is the scariest human being on the fucking planet Earth. Is he the villain? He's... So the movie, it, it's called Thief, and James Caan is said thief. He's okay. a, he's a oh, safe okay. cracker, independent guy, like, you know, breaking safes, selling jewels and all that sure. shit. Uh, his buddy is played, and that's one of the, the arcs of it, is like he's trying to make money and struggling to stay independent. He doesn't want to get in with the mob. He doesn't want to get in with dirty cops. He's just like, I do my shit. I'm the best safe cracker in Chicago. So it's fucking great. Late seventies Chicago, mm-hmm. uh, and his best friend and the guy who you assume brought him into the business is played by Willie Nelson. So Willie Nelson is in jail. Okay, Willie Nelson is in this movie for probably fifteen minutes, and Willie Nelson is fucking terrifying. How so? Because James Con goes to visit him, and he's like, "I'm doing this for my my friend." And James Conn goes to visit Willie Nelson in jail. And so it's just straight up fucking Hannibal Lecter shit. He goes to visit him in jail. He's in Joliet, probably. Mm -hmm. And it's Willie Nelson. And he is a motherfucking creep. He is a fucking monster. Like, I don't know what Willie Nelson did. Like, he is leaning into the, you know, the glass. And he's, like, staring off into space like he's not even looking at james con and james con's like hey man i'm, I'm man, i got the score i'm doing this and then willie nelson just like i'm dying in here you need to get me out of here and then willie nelson has this weird little monologue and i was like hansi has to fucking see this he talks about he's like ah the sex in prison was good until they put the crazy people in here and now I have to fuck them. Basically, that's what Willie Nelson says. <laughs> and he then have James Conn's James Con's like, hey, man, I got like I, I met a nice lady. And he's like talking to the and he goes, he like sniffs his breath to mm. get the lady smell. Like, it's so good. It's so fucking weird. And it's fucking Willie Nelson. Yeah, you don't think of Willie it's Nelson. The, like scariest that. thing you've ever seen in your life. What made you watch this flick? Just heard it was. Uh, I I had read. I, I was reading an article and someone was talking about about. And as I watched it, I was like, "How the fuck did I sleep on this fucking movie? It's fantastic, and it's every crime movie. Basically, it's Dark Knight. Like he just fucking cribbed half of that movie and huh. made it Dark Knight. When when was it made? Like nineteen, 
Oh. Early 80s, late 70s. Oh, okay. Cool. It's like Primo James Caan fucking crushes. And James Caan has a fucking awful monologue. Like, he's out for coffee with this girl, like the coat check girl. He's like, I'm going to marry you. And she's like, you're crazy. He's like, yeah, this is what I do. I'm a, I'm a thief. And then he gives this monologue and he's like, yeah, I went to jail for 20 bucks. She's like, 20 bucks? You went away for 10 years for 20 bucks? It's just very fucking, and that's fucking James Caan just delivers. He's like, yeah, I went away for 20 bucks. And there was a guy, uh, Officer Magooch. He ran the rape squad. Oh my god! And I knew I was I was next. So basically, the his story is like they were coming to get me, so I fucking brained this guard, and then did ten years in jail for manslaughter. Nice. It's so, but it's just this even keel delivery, and it's just it's great. It's fantastic. I'll check it. between airings of the commish. I'll check it out. Oh my god! But yeah, I was, so I'd read an article and I was like, "How did I never see this movie?" And it was just people talking about like, "Thief is fucking amazing." What, uh, as opposed to Thief, I'm trying to transition it real hard here to another movie. I tried to watch uh, Gremlins. Ruby wanted to watch Gremlins for movie night. Ooh. Gremlins it's numero uno. I take it numero uno. It's a little intense. Uh, so so we cut short, uh, but Dad you'll dies love in this because wow we didn't we didn't even get there. Like here's the scene where we were like, <laughs> I was like, all right, we're done here. More because I was like, oh man, this really disturbed me, and I think it it has an imprint on your head. I think just because mm-hmm. it's got a couple associations, because just the way he's holding it and what brand it is. So it's the science teacher who's like, let me take a. Let me take one of these guys. I'll take some blood. I'll run some experiments. Oh, Accidentally, God. it eats something after midnight, and it like gets out, and the guy turkey that, leg like commish. Yeah, he can hear it, and he's like, "Hey, man, come on out! I just want to see ya. you. You oh, want to bite yeah. a candy bar?" So he opens a candy bar, and I just visually remember it because he oh, puts yeah. his arm with this candy bar underneath it, and you hear like, <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, man." You like that kid? <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. So I was like, all right, let's shut no, this do. off. You were setting the table and I was like, yep, oh no, yep, no, I can feel it. I can feel it. Oh, did you, did you know the Gremlin set was the same as the Back to the Future set? No. Hill Valley. It's no only shit. been used in three movies. That set was created in 1948. Like a whole town set still around. Or oh I shit! Get... Okay, yeah, downtown Hill. Okay, got you. And yeah. then it, it's be... like a backlot, right? Yeah, like a backlot. It used for that movie, and then it wasn't used all the way until like nineteen eighty. What was it? Five for Back to the Future, and then I guess Gremlins was pretty close on its tail. And then, as far as I could tell, it was never used again. Meg Meg spotted it out like a champ. Look at this apple. That look, is. That's... Look at this apple. That's a comical. It's this so small. A, I am showing Casey an apple the size of a silver dollar, and I am not <laughs> scoffing at what this is. I'll get into it. They, is it a crab apple? You be it's frothing? not even a crab apple. It's got a good taste, but I don't know where. This is like Pee-wee's Big Top Pee-wee, where they experiment on fruits to make them well, smaller the, and bigger. Yeah, no, it, it's like a candy. 
You're like, ooh, it's a whole apple. Mm, I'll show a picture corn, to people. All pits. Um, so the uh, New York City public schools have an initiative where they give <laughs> for out small food. Basically, where they give out, they want kids to learn how to eat healthy. So it's like every two weeks or every three well, weeks, it's called make it small something in the box, fresh bites or something. So when you pick your kid up, they give you like a bag of fruits and veggies, and you're like, yeah. oh well, that's nice. And that comes with a brochure like this week is avocado, this week is sweet potato, and it's always one. The brochure never matches what you get, ever. Why is this bacon? I saw yeah. a banana, but it's it's meat. And I'm like, all right, initiative. Like, what government farm is getting a subsidy to give these kids garbage? Because you can see farms. this apple this size. You can it's... see a pear this size. You can see. Hans <laughs> is literally just showing me a cavalcade of the smallest fruits I've ever seen. He's literally holding runts candies. They're tiny they're real fruits. Fruit. Or we got a bag of radishes that I don't know if anybody knows a radish <laughs> that sits too long. Did you guys go through a time portal to 1914? Right. New York City schools, bag of radishes. But they're radishes that have been over, they weren't harvested right. So if a radish sits too long, it splits open into like four parts, like, oh, like right, opens yeah. like a flower and is hideous looking and pretty inedible because it like dries up. And then just a bag of like, it's like there's like Tubers nine persimmons. <laughs> it's like fucking persimmons. <laughs> Again, I'm not. It's like the Dead Sea Scrolls. You're like, I'll take a one and a half persimmons, a uh, sack yeah. of roots. It's so bizarre, and uh, but nice. I mean, they're handing out food, but I was like, at what point do you just go? What are you up to? They, I, Casey, they gave us a sweet that potato that's you... smaller than this apple. Eat better and one food? sweet potato. That seems to me like it's gaslighting. Like if you're yeah. like, I would like to teach a child that there is other food other than fast food, right? Which is important. But you give them crummy like radish, a radish. It's a very advanced palate to to properly enjoy a radish. Oh, here, give me one second. I hear my kiddo. I'll be right back. No problem. Radishes? Radishes, you say. Uh, uh, sorry, I lost Peppery track. greens? Uh, five Brussels sprouts, one sweet potato. <laughs> and again, I'm not, I'm not, like, this is... Why is five the funniest amount of Brussels sprouts? It's so bizarre. It's very bizarre. It's thoughtful to get, like... Yeah, I Here, guess... Here's half a potato. It's sprouted so you can have more potatoes in the future. It's Plant good. Them. Right. It's good to get, I guess it's good to get, the idea is to get kids acquainted with healthy food, but they're not going to be able to recognize real food. They're like, what are right, these giant apples? They're enormous. I couldn't possibly eat this. It's a grape that tastes like cotton candy. <sighs> um... Yeah, I just thought I saw this tiny little apple over here. It's a cute little apple, though. It is it's, cute. It's like um, that's like the. It Whoville. reminds me of the two villain. It makes me think of the Beatles. Like, uh, they would have. They'd have gave out tiny apples as promo. They would have. It's a tiny apple on a little big hill. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> B side lost, lost, lost track. The lost track about the. Um, 
Uh, man, see. we I ha- was going to tell you, mm-hmm. Ash and I were on our way to go to the uh, into Columbus Zoo, does yep. a, a Christmas thing where they light everything. And you walk through the zoo, uh, obviously, and there's lights and little structures and fun little things, and all the nooks and crannies have, like, they have Santa there and stuff. Mm. So we're on our way to the zoo. And where we live, we live on Cook Road, which I've talked about, like which is this weird cluster of forest in the middle of Columbus. Like okay. Behind our house are these like rivers and trees. It's very strange because it kind of comes out of the middle of nowhere. Um, so we're coming, we're coming down the road, coming over the hill, and I shit you not, sir. Ash and I saw an unexplained aerial phenomenon. Wow. Bury the lead. Nice. Fucking. Finally. UF fucking O weird shit. So we're coming over this hill and Ash is like, do you see that? Right. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. What? What? Because, you know, Ohio is very big and open. So it's like South Dakota. So every now and then, like Ash and I are like, oh, honey, look, chemtrails, look, planes, mm-hmm. you know, fucking streaking across the sky, a clear day. You can see all that, and there's this thing. It's got, it's arcing. It's this arced tail, and you look, and it looked like a Star Wars Star Destroyer, but if it was, was invert, like, it was pointed. Like, the wedge of the triangle was down. Like Boba Fett's, like, uh, Slave Ship 1? Yes, like Slave 1. Slave 1? So it's moving across, and I was like, what the f- like, she was like, you see that, right? And I was like, yeah, and it's got this little short arcing tail i was like oh that's weird so of course i got my phone out and took classic dumb dad photos dirty windshield thumb (laughs) (laughs) own pocket (laughs) but we were looking and then we were like oh you see that there's also arcs arcing towards this thing and then we got on the highway and i was like I was like, I have to drive, but I'm trying to find this thing in the sky. I'm trying to look, and it just was fucking gone. Ooh. Crazy, right? Did you lose time or anything? Oh, man, I wish. I wish! I'm the guy for that. That's how into it Ash and I were. We're like, we just saw a UFO. Yeah. Could be the new B-53 bomber. I don't know. Oh, Could be World California. War Four. Yeah, doesn't matter. And then we go to this like Christmas fair and walking around. So that was my joke for her. I was like, "Honey, I just saw a fucking UFO." Like that's my get out of jail free card now. I'm good. Oh, what it used you... to be. It's my first day at work, but now it's like I just saw a UFO, dude. What do you expect from me? Come on, man. My head's somewhere else. I'm gonna sleep until noon. I I just saw a UFO. My mind's got to process it, bro. No, so yeah, we saw this crazy thing. Yeah. There's not, there's nothing more to it other than like we both went, huh? Well, we all want those. I had that. I had one experience. Um, I'm sure I shared it with you, but it was uh, 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 one of those um astral projection things. I I must have been like fifteen or sixteen. And it was where I just woke up and I was like touching the ceiling. Oh, shit. And then like 
was very perplexed and confused and I lived and I had a basement room. My room was in the, my bedroom was in the basement. And so it had those two like half windows that kind of like right around the edge of where Mm -hmm. the ground meets. And those were like shining, like just, it was whatever time it was, it was the middle of the night, but like almost like spotlights were coming in my room. Like X-Files shit. Yeah. And then I just like all of a sudden was just back right on my bed uh you know like half awake and that that was it and of course nobody because i'm uh, you know a stoner a liar a drunk <laughs> nobody believes me um and uh what was the classic other commish. classic commish sitch uh that um that's what i was laughing about because ash and i i was like well, now what? Like, there, you yeah, have right. two options. You see something like that. You have that experience like you had, mm-hmm. which is beyond explanation. And you try to explain it. And you either, A, lose your mind. Right. Because that's all you talk about. And everyone's like, oh, fuck. Hans, Jesus Christ, I get it. You touched the fucking ceiling. Okay, <laughs> whatever, man. Or you just go, ah, okay. Well, that's it. <laughs> and you're like. I think I saw a fucking UFO. I think I had an out-of-body experience. And then everyone goes, "Uh uh-huh. Sure. And you go, okay, back to work. Right. Come on, Kamish. It doesn't. Sleep it off. And ultimately, and like what happened to me the next day, like nothing changed other than I could have another story to tell somebody. Sure. Like why drop me in the middle of a hand job? Like give me a, Mm -hmm. put a chip in me. Give me something. To share. Me, right, exactly. Like, give me the mutant power to jump out of my fucking body. Right. But, eh, don't give me no half measure. Yeah, half Why measures avail us nothing. <laughs> you in the holiday spirit? Getting there, yeah. Like yeah. you said, we went to the holiday thing at the zoo. Doing holiday stuff. We did a drive-through of this thing. You'll appreciate the name of it. It's called Butch Bandos. Love the name Christmas of it. experience, and it's just there's they take uh, a state park in Columbus and they just put Christmas lights up, so you just drive through. Yeah, that's cool. They you, they did that. Tune yeah. into the radio. You get to listen to the tunes, Christmas tunes. They um last year I don't know if I shared it. We had like a we had like a park pass, so it's called like the season, something lights. It's a huge uh like a light show that charleston does um through this park they really do a good job you know different people sponsor different Mm -hmm. things i think they do one in watertown south dakota too and i was like all right let's fucking do this thing so we go and both kids both girls fall asleep two minutes before two minutes before and then i was like all right well this was fine this was interesting I wish I did drugs again, but like we we go through it, and then I was like, "Make it worth it." No, we got a pass. We have a park pass. We'll come back, and they're like, "No, no, 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 you got to pay." So we're like, "Well, the kids will never see that." Um, But this year they did City Field did the same Mm -hmm. thing, is doing the same thing out in Flushing in Queens. Huge light show, over under. I don't think this is dumb dad situation here. Maybe you'll tell me what the cost was there. How much do you think it costs per child, per child and per adult to go into the, you've seen City Field. It's, sure. it's a big stadium. So you have stadium. to a, buy a ticket 
like you're going to a Mets game, basically. You have to buy a fucking ticket for kids. There's no, by the way, there's no uh, two years and under. They yeah. don't do a they don't do a clip on this one either. <laughs> it's you got a heartbeat. Your ass is paying, fucker. It's forty five dollars per child and sixty five dollars for adults. Six is that fucking crazy to is look at a light? Crazy. That's madness. Fuck you guys. That is madness. I think we paid twenty bucks for the car. Yes, exactly. Like, Fit as many people as you want in the car. We're just charging per vehicle. Sure, it's, it's what it should be. Sixty-five fucking dollars, dude. So put that together. That's I'm like, an old man now. Yeah, old man. Christmas. They don't. They don't work. I'm a Scrooge. I'm Scroogeing. That's not Scroogey. That's we're going to see. Actually, uh, as soon as we're done recording, we're gonna pick Rue up. We're gonna go see the old tree at Thirty Rock. Hey, hell yeah! A little freebie. Just, just bundle up and fight the crowds. Sure. Give some elbows out there. You'll get your Christmas oh, fair. Yeah. See the lights in the daylight before it gets too That's busy. What we, we were at the zoo. I was just like, I can't. Why are we, it's a Saturday? Why did we do Saturday? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's Monday. For those of you listening, it's Monday, so we'll go out and do that. Go see some, uh, go see some window displays, oh, displays at Macy's. At Macy's? Try and they stop my kids that? from going indoors because I don't have any money to spend. <laughs> and I don't want to have that conversation with my kids about why they can't have nice things. It's like it's nineteen twenty-two. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, brother, can you spare a dime? Um, uh, where are you at? Chris, you said Christmas. You guys yeah. are in the Christmas spirit. You guys are doing the window displays. Yeah. Do you? Where are you at with the the um, elf on a shelf? Oh, it's somewhere like under my the rest of my kids' toys. We don't we don't put it around anywhere. We do an advent calendar where yeah. My wife bought the stickers this year, and it's like really cool. I was just gonna say I'll send some to Harvey, but like. I'm going to say it's a Tim Burton collection. So it's stickers from all the Tim Burton movies. Cool all around. Really randy, some of them. They're unlicensed. Like the one, and that wasn't me. Even better. They, uh. Look at the jugs on Edward. No, look at the jugs. hands. Look at the jugs on, uh, not Delia. Whoever the daughter was. I was like, what is this? Oh, Lydia? Lydia. Just chesty, like the chest was the outline of the sticker. I was like, "This is this is buxom that Lydia interesting choice." Um, what was your question? Ad, we do an advent. We the elf. Yeah. We have one, but it it's not the tradition. Well, because it was Ash was at the store, and she was like, "Oh, we don't, you know, we've never really done we don't do elf on a shelf. We yeah. don't have one." But she was with Harvey, and they were walking through, and Harvey was like, oh, I want that. Can I mm-hmm. have one? And Ash was like, oh, okay. And she looked at what it was that Harvey wanted, and it, she thought it was a ballerina elf on a shelf. Okay. Like, dancer elf on a shelf. She was like, oh, ten bucks? Sure, why not? I'll spend ten yeah. bucks on something. And then she looked at it, and she was like, nope, fuck this shit. It's just the ten dollar add-on for the elf on the shelf so it was like leg warmers and a stand uh-huh. to then make the elf look like a dancer and i was like where could you have bought an elf and she's like yeah it was 50 bucks yeah fucking <laughs> hey like, no dude. Fucking way, dude 
You're fucking crazy. $50. Just do rockin' a sock, to gas- baby. To gaslight your fucking kid? Exactly. It's really pretty a peculiar. They're like, it's you know very- what? Telling them Santa Claus exists isn't enough lying this holiday we season. Need to, yeah, no, exactly. We need, we need to, to put to some more, more deception in here. This toy comes alive when you go to sleep. You love Toy Story, right? Gremlin. This is like Woody, but he's mean. Yeah. We have, we have like, there's Elf on the Shelf, and then for whatever reason, they had to delineate a female Elf on the Shelf. It's like, you know, Tina on the on <laughs> It's the just Bina. Tina. Tina on the Bina. <laughs> <laughs> Mabel on the table. There you go. Yeah, All right. Hey. Got exit it. strategy. JP. Mabel on the table. Mabel on the table. And then we uh, can sell a nice $150 beautiful end table. Yeah. And then we throw Mabel in for free. It's it's Roylet in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the fucking thing is just 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 getting deteriorating this holiday season. And then you can flush him. And it makes the water a beautiful ruby red. Um, oh my god, my as if kid. You, as if you needed that surprise when you get off the toilet. Ooh, it's red! Fantastic! Ru- ruby. <laughs> it's from those tiny beets I was eating. Um, <laughs> ruby said something to me interesting yesterday. I was like, oh, we're in the holiday spirit. She's thinking toy soldiers and rump-a-pum-pum and all these toys and gifts. And she goes, Daddy, I wish I was a toy. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. Sure. She goes, because then I'd never die. And, <laughs> and I was like, my heart was like, and I was like, oh, Ruby, don't don't worry about that. And I pulled out the gump line, right? Yeah. Death's just a part of life. All right. And I was like, that's no, you don't have to be worried. You don't even have to think about that now. Meanwhile, in my head, I'm going, yes, we are going. We're all going to die. I want to be a toy too, and I've got forty fucking licks on you, kid. Like I'm soon. We had you late in life. You're gonna be without me sooner than yeah. you think. Yeah, unfortunately, yes. Yeah, so I'm sorry, my dear. So daddy's getting that toy. Daddy getting thrown in the dump. Yeah, they're daddy's that's going where to you the don't big... want to go. You're like, but Ruby, if you're a toy, when you're neglected and forgotten. You'll live perpetually in a garbage dump with that elf for with time and memorial. Yeah, she'll learn about death soon enough. <laughs> the old <laughs> so man. Funny, that's so great, though. I love it. Kids, like uh, they say, the darndest things. You know what? I'm sipping on a tea here, Casey. I got a question mm-hmm. for you, and if I can take yeah. it back, I will. You can. We're, we've got. Uh, I need to explain that better. World Cup is hot and large. Mm-hmm. France yep. just beat England, yep. I believe. Moving Ooh, on. Or maybe England That's a big beat one. France. It was a big match. USA lost. I'm not going to be surprised. Biden did already lost talk about... Lost to the about, Dutch. Flying Dutchman. Did I already talk about Biden calling him? Did we talk about that? Where he called him and he's like, Fellas, I wish I could be out there on the field with you, but I haven't stretched. And you're just like, fucking oh, Joe, on. shut your mouth. You're not funny. You need better material, (laughs) dude. Come on. Um, Why don't you crack down on the fucking railroad strikers again, you fucking (laughs) chud? Can we talk about, real quick... Oh, man, I wish I was playing World Cup (laughs) while I'm fucking union busting because I'm a fucking prick. Yeah, what the fuck? If anybody remembers the Democratic nomination convention or whatever the fuck it was in 2020... 
a huge platform or a huge selling point of old Joe Biden was mm-hmm. he fucking rides the fucking rails to D.C. every he, morning and every night. He I gets his papers from that Toby that works shit. the gate and fucking reads his paper, talks to his constituents, and then gets off on D.C. And then, yeah, I heard that last week. I was like, what's he doing? He made Obama have a fucking platform about fucking trains. Obama didn't give a fuck about trains. Yeah, clearly, but old he Joe was either. like, "No, you gotta, you gotta love them trains." Fuck him. Go yeah. away. Put. I'm gonna tie him to a fucking train track like a damsel in distress. See if anyone saves him. Why in the world would you? If this is not fucking, give him fucking time off. Give just give him what they want. All they wanted, all they wanted, they had an agreement, and then they were they like, "Wait a minute, weekends off." We told you guys we had an agreement, and then you snuck in. That you're taking away our paid fucking sick leave. Vacation? And it's like, fuck oh, yeah, you guys. All right, leave. we will strike. And Joe's like, guys, it's the holiday yeah, season, though. I mean, the economy is already... It's like, fuck you, Joe. Like, even Teddy Roosevelt fucking supported Open fucking your own strikers. fucking wallet, dude. You yeah. could fucking pay for their sick leave out of your fucking paycheck, you so, piece of shit. Look, yeah. There's a lot of bad alternatives. I was, I saw that. I was like, this is disgusting. Just nobody supports fucking. Good look. Where was dude. it? Good look. Oh yeah. So here's where. So t- Joe Joe Biden, you can get listed for the holiday season. Yeah. You know what else I'm listing? He's a Grinch. Since when did the French get vanilla? Why did we just accept? Oh French right, vanilla. Is it come from like yeah? Does it? It's from like Burgundy? from Morocco. Burgundy vanilla was Morocco like a a dominated French territory, a I I probably blame Napoleon because he liked North Africa. He took over Egypt, invaded. It's too strong French vanilla. Oh uh, yeah, I'm with you. I'm having a French vanilla chai tea right now, and too it's all French. Van- French, no Indian. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Give they me some overtook. spice. Yeah. And it's I'm like, like drinking a candle. What do you, all you see is French vanilla, French vanilla. I feel like words have no meaning anymore. I'm with you. Like, I don't know why. And we could just be dopes and it'd be like, well, it was the French trade lines. And like you said, they got Moroccan vanilla and then they just sold it as their own French vanilla. That's all I'm saying. Then call it Moroccan vanilla. Freedom fries, fucker. Yeah. What would you, I mean, give it back to its origins. Yeah. African vanilla. African vanilla. I'm taking it. <laughs> I'm taking it. It's... I'm going to eat my small apple and drink my African vanilla chai. I would give Africa vanilla. Is Morocco... Got a question for you. Is Morocco in Africa? Northern Africa, yes. Northern African vanilla. I'm Even not as ignorant as I look. Unless I... Morocco is in, you know... I thought it was in the Middle East. Asia. I thought it was Asia. That's what Egypt is. Africa? North Africa. It is? Yes! Look at a map, dude! No! No! How close is Egypt to Saudi Arabia? Pretty close. Is Saudi Arabia in (laughs) Egypt? Or in Africa? No, that's in the Middle East. That's off. It's Asia Minor. Oh, is that what Asia Minor means? It's a little cluster around the ocean there. All right. Well, we'll... I mean, o- I said ocean, and I mean sea. 
It's to be seen. I'll look at a map and I'll, we'll talk about it later. But I got a feeling. <laughs> if it's not, <laughs> Egypt is maybe borders mean nothing to me, man. Sand is sand. Egypt, nothing but yeah, sand. Yeah. Middle East. It's up there on the Mediterranean. It's up. It's the far right. It's right corner. I'd love to go to Morocco someday. Don't they have illegal gambling there? Legal gambling. Oh yeah, because Morocco was going to be on the on the west. Hmm. Every west is cooler. Always west is West Africa's cooler. Yeah, that's where the cool shit is. Morocco. You got the Monte Carlo, Ivory Coast. There you go. Nothing but sharks there. <laughs> Do you know men of words and means? <laughs> I, I know where things are on a map. I don't. Maybe, apparently. Question mark. I don't. I don't. It's a good thing. Uh, let's see. I, I committed talk. hard. I won't go into details because I need to keep my job. But I recently, Casey, taught a water aerobics class. Yes, you did. Yes. For a nondescript company. Um, I told them well in advance. I have zero <laughs> knowledge of how to do this, but I would be willing to, to learn in the water. So, and to go in the water. So, I, I did my research. I came up with some fun activities. You got and swimsuit? Did you go swimsuit or did you go basketball shorts? Oh, no, swimsuit. Or full jeans. Did you wear full jeans? so small. My swimsuit <laughs> like is <the> so <laughs> tight, like the apple. I don't know if it's shrunk in the heater, the dryers that get too hot in the city, but it's the type of tight. My man's sneaking I'm... an apple in here. Hello. <laughs> I can't take full steps. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, um, it's going to rip. Yes. Like, so... And it's not going to rip in the crotch. It's going to rip like up my thigh. It's just so tight. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I go in and I'm like, what do I do? First of all, and I've found out I'm, I'm at my heaviest and I, it doesn't matter what I do. I realized um, I I have like antidepressant weight. I didn't know that the drug I was on, nobody told me one of the oh. side effects was like you just retain. So I have this really on you. lumpy. My brain is smooth, but my body got lumped. <laughs> like an so eel. It does not matter what I do. So I go in. I'm feeling a little... And, and tight shorts don't do you any justice. Let's oh, put it God, that way. No. I'm gonna... um, but I go in. I'm fucking jazzed. And, I, and by the way, nobody is in danger because there's a lifeguard present, which is good <laughs> because people need to be safe. As you're like, all right, everyone, dive in. Shallow it. Let's <laughs> right. do it, guys. Let's go. And he's like... No, no, no. Very but, good but. guy. Um, but also, I'm like kind of like, I don't need anybody looking over my shoulder. You don't need any second guessing uh, when you're already second guessing yourself. Life, You got that lifeguard head on you. Like, he, oh, I'm a fucking lifeguard. Oh, yeah. You want to teach this class, fucker? He knows Easy when Baywatch. somebody... I used the mistake to tell him. I was like, at the end, I was like, hey, thanks, man. Thanks for helping me because I was drowning out there a little bit. And he's like, what? And I was like floundering. I was floundering. That was a poor choice of words. Anyways, <laughs> can I say? <laughs> you didn't even like your bit. You were like, can no. I leave no, with no, the no. fucking rim shot? And he's no. like, wait, someone was drowning? Yeah. <sighs> Fuck. Thank God they didn't. Um, 
I had only four people for this class trying to, and can I just say, I really, I'm like Jack Black in that movie where he befriends these older women in church. I am, I very much connect to elderly women. I don't know what it is. We have old souls. Golden girls. We connect and they're fun and I'm fun and we're here to fucking have a good time and not everything's perfect, but they've been through it. They lived through the fucking W-I-I, all right? They fucking, and two of them on the German side. Um, (laughs) We we bird dog those right away. These ladies were amazing. And then there was, I say, a younger lady. Slightly younger. Okay. So I start, and we're fucking, we got our water dumbbells, and I'm like, here, we're fucking, let's do it. We're going to do it. And they all kind of start doing their own thing. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> no one's listening. And so I and so I get out of the water. I'm like, all right, let's everybody get in sync. And then this other person just starts doing laps, the younger person. And just I was like, peeled hey. Off? Hey. Peeled just off peeled off the, the group. And I was just like, this is about 10 minutes. And I go, hey, is everything okay? Do you need... Do you need something? Do you need something else to work on? It's just like, no, no, no. I only, I only get this once a week, so I got to get what I need. I was like, okay, well, you can let me know what you need. I got a lot of tricks in my bag, you know? Anyways, these ladies have a good time. All of a sudden, she just, like, is like, you know what? Not for me. Gets out. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. You know, different instructors. But um, anyways, turns out, smile fucking ear to ear. Uh-huh. Meanwhile, I still... Stick with my my gals. And water aerobics, not easy. There's so many times where I'm trying to teach something and I just start floating away. I just, because my legs aren't planted firm and I can't, I can't fight the currents that they're washing, like wishing and washing. she's thrashing up out of spite for your class. And shit goes quicker than you think. So all of a sudden I'm like, I'm fucking out. I'm dry as a bone. So we start doing wall push-ups and... Fucking, I got us shooting off like little kids off the side, like pushing off yeah. our legs. And, um, um, anyways, it, it, we end with them and they're like, you know what? It was, it was really great. I'm like, yeah, you know, probably different than you're used to, but I hope you got a good workout. And they're like, you know, we're on a first name basis. H, you got to yeah. come back. And I'm like, I'd love to give you names. I will, ladies. Dispose names, but we got nicknames for each other already. Yeah, get out. Yeah, Mona. We got to go classic. Sophia, Mona. I got Mona. Mona, Sophia, Gertie. You guys are amazing. Thank you for working me out. I got a bum shoulder. This water helps me. You help me. We're as I hope I helped you. Have a great holiday. And they were amazing. Turns out this other person that was doing laps had the worst experience in the 15 years she's ever gone to this gym, and she threatened to end her membership because of my tutelage. Yeah. At least you made an impression. Holy Mm. shit. I... Not just a one-star will not return. This is a, like, I'm going to burn this gym to the ground. Basically. And the thing about it is, like, give me a fucking hard time then, because I was walking into fucking... On no man's land, I didn't know I was about to be hit with, like, you did so poorly, <laughs> you fucking ended somebody's Maybe livelihood. Maybe you show me yes, what, what you, you like, and then inadvertently, then you can teach the fucking class. Right, right. Tell me. We have to have a fucking dialogue. But I'm fucking Otherwise. coming back, baby. I'm coming back. Mm-hmm. I got, 
I got my ladies, I got my golden gals ready to fucking pump some more iron. They're showing me new tricks. I'm showing them new tricks. Extra memberships to spite this fucking old hag. And I figured it out. I now stand on a block in the middle of the pool like the Fuhrer and fucking (laughs) dish out fucking left, right, left, right. (laughs) Soldier fucking stomps. Oh, man. I will say it's fun, though. Like, everybody out there... Despite, and by the way, this, the place I work had my back 100%. 100%. old nag. Always complaining about something. Yeah. Uh, which is always good, but I, I guess what I'm trying to say is just next time something really weird comes your way, just say yes, baby. You never know. You never know what's yeah. going to happen. I got three ladies that I'm going to start weaseling my way into their wills soon oh hell and, yeah you know hans is gonna have a cravat and the long cigarette holder they're gonna like, s- i'm a wealth i have i have three wealthy dowagers everybody watch for dateline in the next three years where they're like <laughs> their swim aerobics instructor slowly integrated himself into every part of their lives then they'll talk to me and keith they'll talk to keith morrison well, then they're going to have that photo of you with the dickhead, and it says 9-11 question mark, <laughs> farting from your dickhead face. That, can you, if anybody out there. Guilty as charged. I don't know if I talked about it, but you should go out there and, well, people are more responsible than me, uh, mm-hmm. but go out there and Google your name if you ever oh, are yeah. looking for a job or so care. Good. And I don't care about how I'm perceived, but things out of context. I was in a class that was like. Early on, it was a required class when I went back to college, and it was like how to get a job, basically. It was like the ins and outs of employment. Excuse me, sir? How do I get a job? Sit right down. I'll show you. Right, exactly. And they didn't show you anything, and the professor is the one who wrote the book that you were required to buy. So it was one of those <laughs> like, you fucking want a job? bullshits. Teach a class where you sell your own book. Exactly. I was like, are you fucking right? Um, anyways, in the class, they say... You know what's important to do is to check your name online because employers will do this and what comes up, you know, profiles that should be private or images. Fucking Google my name. It's from a jerk practice show in which our intro was we all tried to create images of ourselves that were the most inappropriate. And the first image that came up of me is I'm standing (laughs) with a bottle of lotion in hand. My hand down my open oh, that's right. jeans. Yeah. I have a, a photoshopped penis cap, like the head of a penis on my head, and it is spurting out a thought bubble that just says nine eleven question mark. You know what it does to your fucking Because <laughs> I remember vividly because you called me on the phone, you were like, Um So I Googled myself? Can can we get rid of this? And I was like I don't know how. We can try. <laughs> it fucking lives somewhere. Dear internet, please remove picture of me with dickhead. Because they had to do, because you couldn't trace it back. It was from like a right. MySpace page or something. Yeah, because that was that what you were like, deleted. do you have the code to MySpace? And I was like, I do. And I logged in and deleted it. Still there. Yeah. I, I sent. We don't know who shot Kennedy, but fucking Hansi with the dickhead, 9-11, question mark. Lives forever. We need a commish on to get on this case. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm running commish 2024. 
It's not chickless. I want the fictional character. Oh, so we're 2020-2021. I said 24. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Um, Egypt's in Europe. I don't know. I don't know anything. Egyptian. (laughs) Egyptian cotton? How do they grow cotton in Egypt? Sand? Sand cotton? (laughs) (laughs) That's your next 9-11 question mark. Sand? Plants? Sand cotton? Um, That was just me uh, reaching, obviously. What were we just talking about? about Who's running for president? Kanye in a stocking. DeSantis. Can't stand this. In Santis? <laughs> Lynn, hire us. Get us. <laughs> come here. on. Hey, man, I'm here. I'm right here. I'm sitting right here. I'm in Santis. Who I'm gonna, in Santane. Who are you voting for? Uh, Herschel Walker. Mm. That guy. I mailed my trip. crooked, 10 crooked ballots in. Watch out. They'll get you. I would love to see. You know what, everybody listening, FBI, I'm going to the, <laughs> I'm going to the, I'm going to the cemetery after I'm recording, taking ten names, and I'm voting as them. I'm doing it. I'm taking Fuck their it. identities, collect their social security. That sweet, sweet cash. Mm-mm. I don't know. I who would I need? I want a laborer. I want a fucking person who's done work to run for president, and not that. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. What's a what's a good profession? Butcher? I'll take a butcher. Oh, build a butcher. Um, build a butcher, De Blasio? Nah, not a chance. What you want? You want a cop fireman? Where's our? Ooh, take I'll good, take a fireman. Take a Jersey a fireman. One. Firewoman. Cops too spicy. Oh my god! Did you see? No, this is inappropriate. The, the Germany held like the sexiest firefighter contest i think i saw did you that, if yeah. you been on your apple Hunger. news yeah you yeah, were like what is this fucking bullshit anyways that's a can we run that hunky it. german firefighter for president yes oh run a german huh. angela merkel 2024 <laughs> <laughs> that is a good profession do you go comedy comedian like that shitty robin williams movie nah, no i mean that's what we you got know, in ukraine right now oh, he's yeah. a comedian How's that working out for everybody? Hmm. Yeah, what's a what's an honest profession these days? Cobbler? Give me a cobbler. Someone who has that job still? We've had a tailor. A leather? Andrew Johnson was a tailor. Zachary Taylor, no less. He was Zachary Taylor's uncle's <laughs> he brother. He was rich and he owned slaves. Yeah. He was not a tailor at all. Um, we've had a tailor. We haven't had many. We've had a professor. We've had a tailor. We've had a general, few generals. Otherwise, we've just had was, fucking who was the last in the house? In, was Eisenhower the last journeyman guy with a job that was something else? Right. Um, everyone else was Carter, a politician. Carter was in the navy. He or ran a peanut uh, nuclear submarines. He wasn't. Re- he grew peanuts in his garden. He was a real fucking peanut <laughs> farmer. I'm a peanut get that hat out of your fucking. I'm a pumpkin if, farmer. And if, if you've thrown what... peanut shells out your back window, you're as much of a peanut farmer as fucking Jimmy Carter. Uh, yeah, I would. Right, s- that's the last say. sort of hard line 
they had a profession before, and granted, Eisenhower was the general before. He's in the institution, uh, but... No, I would say Barack Obama. He was a, a community organizer and a professor, right? Uh, he was Academic. a politician all through. Academics? Through and through. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess Bush, he was an oil man. Yeah, you're going to baseball Digging team. ditches. Yeah, you just don't get the the real deal. Give me a yeah, give me a tailor, I guess. Get a I need tailor. a quirk. I need a quirky profession. Hmm. Zookeeper. How about that? I'll take that. Zookeeper. He's a cobbler. Really uh cobbling something together. <laughs> doctor? Where's a doctor? That would That's be true. good these days. I'll take a, I like I'll take a surgeon. I heard something fucking terrifying recently, actually, that, um, so 99, did you know this? 99.9% of antibiotics that are imported into the United States Mm -hmm. are used for factory farming, okay? Um, 99.9% and one person per every 15 minutes now dies of a disease that was once treatable with antibiotics, but it has now become uh, anti-medicationally resistant disease oh, shit. because okay, of our overuse yeah. of antibiotics in both the foods we eat and oh, in the way we treat things. So just super as bugs? super bugs, just as they predicted that some type of like you go back and you're like they're like. Mm-hmm. For the last 10 years, so it's like over a span, you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the people that know are like, no, dude, it's coming. I'm talking about the pandemic, the COVID-19. They're like, in one way or another, some, forto- some form of aerosolatic, uh, mm-hmm. in- uh, what am I trying to say? In- oh, right, yeah. Inhale. Like, they- aerosol base, yeah, yeah, in- yeah. Inhale disease. Sicky, sickies, <laughs> the mouthy sicky. Oh, fuck, respiratory disease. Will be coming <laughs> to roost, and yeah. they were fucking right. It didn't happen for ten years, but they were saying the people that know were like, "It just is. It's about time. It is fucking coming." And the same people are like, "Guys, it just fucking is." Pretty soon, we're going back to the where you get your fucking scratch on the fucking. You get your scratch on the uh, fucking leg falls off the Game of Thrones. You get your scratch on the sword throne. You're fucking losing half your face, all right? So just be aware next time you have to take a third round of antibiotics because you're still fighting your insurance on getting that tooth pulled. <laughs> that pretty soon, you're going to fucking lose your legs. I got sepsis from a bum jaw. Yeah. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming our way. So everybody be aware of that. Um, Merry Christmas. Merry Maybe Santa Christmas. will bring you medicine. What else? Check the notes here. And on a high, ooh, I got one. I don't know if you saw this. The uh, the jean company, since we were talking about the nineties gas. I love. I love my black gas. You jeans. love yourself some gas jeans, of course. Of course. Of course. They, uh, I guess, I don't know if it was a a bit or an angle, but gas jeans used um, Banksy's art. For a okay, I think I know where you're going. Okay, for like t-shirts or sweatshirts. So <laughs> it was in London. So Banksy was like, 
oh, cool, they're going to steal from me. Anyone who follows me on social media, go to the guest store and fucking steal from them. Oh, my God. To the point where they locked the fucking... They had cops there? And then they went, fuck it, we got to shut the store. Good for him. Because people are just showing up to steal shit. But I'm well, like, that's fucking awesome. That's how you do it. That's Banksy 2024. Is he English? I'll, I'll He's American now, but he is English, yes. Is he? Well, change the Constitution, baby. Change it up. Well, he got in trouble. There was that awesome documentary, Exit Through the Gift Shop, which yeah. is about him. And, like, the back half of the documentary was, like, he wanted to do a bit where he printed his own fake money. And he wanted mm. to drop it out of a fucking helicopter. And they're like, no, you'll go to jail for the rest of your life if you do that. Because his fake money looked so real. I love that. It fucking freaked everybody out. And he was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or she, whomever banks he is. Mm. Right, right, right. Cool. They were like, yeah, no, that's... um." Like sedition, making I think fake he, money and giving it to people. I think he also did just straight up do it the old classic way and sued them in court too, and and won a pretty tasty settlement. Yep. So we got him from both fucking angles. This look cool, and you get to spend that cash money. He, I, if I were him, I would fucking paint the biggest set of black guest jeans on the side of a mountain. That's where we get that coexist swastika. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> I was almost steering it in for a landing, and you end it high, hot, and angled. Well, I wish we were all toys. I know. Because then we'd then never we die. Forever. Mm -hmm. Forever at play. Think about that. Just think about it. Think about Happy it. birthday, Henning. Yes, happy birthday, Henning. What are we, a week late? That's pretty good for us. Probably, yeah. Years late. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, he, it's his fault for knowing us. <laughs> you threw in with us a long time ago. Jerk practice, jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. Hello, baby. You have no idea how many starts I've done to this because I'm nervous because I want it to be perfect because this is a little special birthday treat. A little shout out to our OJ original jerk, Henning K.O. You recently heard him on the pod, but what he doesn't know is that for a special birthday surprise, we got the one and only Carl Sagan. Yes, the Carl to the S, to the AG, to the G, to the AN, to come on in and just, you know, wish a little happy birthday. Oh, he's at the door right now. He's, one second, one second. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe a little drop, drop some knowledge, Carl. Drop some knowledge. Okay, here he comes. Here he comes. Come on in. Yeah, thank you, uh, Dr. Toilet. Uh, I have decided to cast my, to beam my image down from space because I hear it is number one fanboy Henning, uh, his birthday. And even though his birthday is but a fingernail on the finger of time, 
I still feel it incumbent upon me to read to him from The Burden of Skepticism, which I first published in the Skeptical Inquirer, Volume 12, 1987. Wow, Carl, you you have this memorized? No, no, I, I, I keep it in my ghostly breast pocket here. Okay. Oh, all right, Carl. Well, I, I didn't know you were going to... Is it long? This is very... Is it long? Yes, it's very long, um, but it's very insightful. I... I can break down uh, uh, the most scientific and uh, complicated uh, quandaries of the universe and of our modern times into bite-sized little apple pie-like biscuits for you to chew on and digest. <laughs> okay, what is skepticism? So are we start? Are we starting? Yes, we're starting. I didn't know. You're not showing me. You didn't tell me what you were doing. Well, I'm going to read this essay. I was unaware of that. I thought it was a quick happy birthday. And then... Do you think I'm going to holographically project my image down from heaven where I was busy tooting the toot pipe with the likes of Sir Isaac Newton? We call him Bruton. Bruton. Because of the beer bongs, Hans. And uh, he told me to say that joke. Mine are much better. But, um, and uh, so I'm up there hanging with the newt. And uh, <laughs> Billy Crystal's up there, I think. Uh, last I heard. And but what I'm trying to get at is, could you just let me do my thing? I've prepped. Okay, I've prepped. You don't. Carl Sagan doesn't read for parts, okay? All right, Carl. I can see you're getting a little hot. You're a little steamed under the the light blue short-sleeved collar you have there. Yes, I am. I am steamed. Can we get to it? That's what I'm trying to do. All right. What is skepticism? Are you asking me? No, it is a rhetorical question. Well, I didn't know you were looking right at me when you... What is skepticism? It's nothing very esoteric. Why are you looking at me? You don't know what that word means, do you? I do not. I do not. Uh, well, I think it means, um, you know, really out there, man. Oh, thanks, Carl. Appreciate it. Can I continue? I wish you would. We encounter it every day. When we buy a used car, if we are the least bit wise, we will exert some residual skeptical powers. Whatever our education has left to us, you could say, here's an honest-looking fellow. I'll just take whatever he offers me. Or you might say, well, I've heard that occasionally there are small deceptions involved in the scale of a used car, perhaps inadvertent, on the part of the salesperson, and then you do something. You kick the tires. You open the doors. You look under the hood. You're still looking at me. What's the deal? I have a really good used car story. I, we are not here for your used car story. Can I tell you after? No, you may not. I'm going back up there to hang with uh, another scientist. You wouldn't know him. All right. Where was I? You know that some skepticism is required, and, and you understand why. It's upsetting that you might have to disagree with the used car salesman or ask him questions 
that he is reluctant to answer, there is at least a small degree. <laughs> Carl H. Sagan. This is a non tootin house. You saying I can't puff the cheeb? I'm saying you can't puff the cheeb. What about a vape, dude? Carl. Okay, alright, sorry. Putting it out, putting it out. Because if you don't exercise some minimal skepticism, you know, it's good for the mind, body, and soul, man. Carl? Carl? Yeah, that's my name. Carl? Don't. I swear to, I swear. Just, come on. Quick, 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 quick. This is, this is dragging. Agreed. Then you'll wish you had made a small investment in skepticism early. Now this is not something you have to go through four years of graduate school to understand, like I did at Brooklyn College in the CUNY system. Go, go Nighthawks. Everybody understands this. The trouble is a used car is one thing, but television commercials or pronouncements by presidents and party leaders are another. We, ho, 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 ho. No religion, no politics, no... There's another one. No sports on this pod, homeboy. All right? Yes, but you have to... Carl, you know what? Make the universe great again. That's it. That is... Carl, I'm sorry. Say your goodbyes. It's time. It's off with you. It's off with you to the heavens. I thought you didn't believe in heaven, but... Look, heaven is an astral plane. It does not have to do with clouds, sandals... And, um, uh, winged beasts, okay? Heaven is what you make of it. If you want to make an apple pie, you must first start with, by, by scratch, you must first start from scratch. Carl, I swear to God. Alright, that's it. Alright, happy birthday, Henning. Sagging out. Okay, alright, I'm gone. I'm gone, okay? Oh! He's still here, folks. I got a bad feeling he's going to try and stay overnight. Happy birthday, Ed. Did I know his nickname is Unzer and though he's only